the latest in Falcon basketball and gives us a general overview of what is going on in the Falcon sports universe. So strap in and buckle up because we're in for a jam-packed show and launching off the Falcon Fly Zone. Take it away, Jaden. Thank you, Angel, and good morning, everyone. I'm Jaden Hart, here to give you a look at what happened in Falcon Sports this week. We will start things off talking about the UTBB men's basketball program. They're coming off a loss against West Texas A&M, and they had a week to regain kind of their composure, uh, see where they're at this season. I mean, they've only lost three games, but they are going into their last six, and they had one of those six, third. Thursday night against Midwestern State. That game was played in Wichita Falls, and what a basketball game that was. Back and forth, both teams went all night long before the Falcons eventually prevailed, beating Midwestern State 79-76. to And just to give you kind of an insight on what happened in that basketball game, the game was like I said, back and forth, close throughout the entire evening. Going into the second half, Josh Morris scored a few baskets for the Falcons to give them a lead early in the second half, and it was back and forth throughout that part of the game, too. Uh, Midwestern held tough all evening and actually held the lead with about 30 seconds remaining, and if it weren't for the performances of Josh Morris, Deshaun Francis, and Sammy Allen, who were the key contributors, in the game that night, the Falcons would have lost. And the final 30 seconds of that basketball game, the Falcons went on a 7-0 run. And that was led by Deshaun Francis, the leader of the team, the guy who is coming off a 1,000 career point milestone. And he made a play to the basket late where he got fouled, made the basket, and won with the free throw. And, And that basically was the game winner. Midwestern State went down, tried to score a quick basket. Sammy Allen grabbed the rebound he got fouled and went to the free throw line to shoot two and he made both of those and so the final score again 79 76 falcons won josh morris had a game high 27 points and 11 rebounds for a double double Deshaun francis the player who basically made the game winning shot he finished with 24 points and sammy allen who has been a double double machine all season long he leads the country in defensive rebounding, scored 12 points, and finished with 12 rebounds, which was also a game high. So going into a matchup on Saturday that's in Cameron, the Falcons will look to continue off this momentum. They played a really close game and a Midwestern State team that came out and really just heckled them on the defensive side of the ball all night. And we will see if the Falcons can win that game and cruise to an undefeated stretch with five games now remaining in the Lone Star Conference schedule before they will play Cameron and then they will return home for their final homestand next week. Moving on to the women's basketball team. They had a tough loss against Texas women's last Thursday and right now the Lady Falcons just need to win basketball games. Six games remaining on their schedule going into Thursday night's matchup against Midwestern, and they played Midwestern very hard. And that basketball game was also very close, back and forth throughout that game for both teams. The Lady Falcons actually started things off pretty well. They went on a 21-8 run to start the beginning of the basketball game, and actually that was a score going into uh, the second quarter. But Midwestern fought back, ending the first half on a 12-2 run, and they made it a 5 
five-point game going into halftime. Midwestern State in the second half continued to fight back too, and they actually got the game tied and sent it into overtime with a score of 61 all and eventually prevailed against the Falcons. Falcons just didn't couldn't get anything done in overtime, and that was really just what happened. I mean, they scored just six points compared to Midwestern's uh, 11 points, it looks like. So 72 to 67, the final score. Overtime loss for the Lady Falcons. Some stats from that game. Sierra Legrand scored a game high, 23 points. And she was firing the first half from behind the three-point line. She shot four for five. She finished the night five from nine from the field. And KP Tyron added 20 points for the Lady Falcons. And she's just been great all season long scoring for the Lady Falcons. And with five games left, the Lady Falcons now 4-11 in Lone Star Conference play. It looks like they are going to have a tough time getting that last eighth seed, which Texas women's currently holds that. And the reason I'm bringing up the eighth seed is because that is the seed that, or that is the number that you need to be at to make the conference tournament. And right now, like I say, one game out behind Texas women's, the last five of their schedule is tough. Um, they've lost all five of those games earlier in the season. Three of them were pretty close. That was against Kingsville, Tarleton, and Texas A&M Commerce. That was a, those two games against Tarleton and Texas A&M Commerce were some of the better basketball games that the Lady Falcons had played against good teams. So going into the final stretch with five games, they've got to probably win three of those games, and we will see. They uh, go to Cameron again. Uh, with the men's team on Saturday. They will have that game tip off at two o'clock before returning home for their final homestand on Thursday. Moving on to the Falcon football team. National Signing Day was this past Wednesday. A few big names from the West Texas area. The biggest being Matt Groeschel out of Greenwood. He was a three-star rated player coming out of high school. He's an offensive lineman. Bubba Henson out of Pecos, the quarterback, to sign with the Falcons. And also, Grant Brown out of Midland Lee signed with the Falcons. So, some local kids staying home. We'll see if this happens going forward. And when we caught up with Coach Garrigan just to see what his mindset was and the approach that they took this offseason with recruiting overall and in the area. And this is what Coach Kerrigan had to say. Uh, you know, the, the one thing that we've tried to focus on uh, from the, the, the start here is to identify uh, good athletes. Uh, and not really kind of uh, pigeonhole them into a, say here's the position that you're going to play uh, again to find some guys that are that play both sides of the ball uh, and there's a good handful of those guys in this class that uh, uh, one in particular is a, a first team offensive all district guy and first team defensive all district guy those are the type of talent uh, talented guys that we're looking for the ones that have the ability to play on both sides of the ball and then from there it's kind of getting them in and uh, figuring out where they're best going to fit some of these guys are going to grow a lot over the next couple of years and bodies are going to change and uh, again it's just recruiting top top level athletes I think the primary focus needs to be here in our backyard in the Permian Basin and uh, you know coach felt uh, Boone felt kind of coined the phrase uh, I want to say maybe it was last spring of uh, protect the basin and kind of having that mindset as, as we start recruiting uh, is protect the basin let's make sure that our local kids are staying home uh, to, to play at the next level and uh, and I thought we did a good job of that and, and uh, identifying some of the top level talent here in the Permian Basin and keeping them home. 
So now that we know the guys that Coach Kerrigan has brought in for the Falcons this upcoming season, we'll get a break for about a month and a half um, from football, get the guys some time to settle in, and then spring ball will roll around March 19th, and we will get a chance to see everyone that the Falcons have recruited and get to see really what kind of talent is on this football team going into the 2018 season. To finish things up, I'm going to give you a quick outlook on what's going on in Falcon Sports this week as far as games for all of the programs go. Today, the North Texas Softball Bash is taking place in Grand Prairie, and the Lady Falcon Softball team has a game at 11 o'clock against Oklahoma Baptist to start off that tournament. Baseball has a doubleheader today against Southern Nazarene at Roden Field at 12 o'clock. That uh, is the when the first game begins, and the second game takes place at 2.30. Women's tennis will be in El Paso taking on UTEP at 12 o'clock and the basketball teams will be in Oklahoma taking on Cameron with the Lady Falcons tipping off at 2 o'clock and the men following at 4 o'clock. On Sunday, softball finishes out the North Texas Softball Bash with two games against Colorado Christian at 10 and another game at 12 against Newman. On Friday, men's and women's tennis will be at St. Mary's in San Antonio at 9 a.m. Friday also is the home opener for the Lady Falcons softball team, and they have a doubleheader that day against Midwestern State starting off at 4 o'clock and then another game following that at 6 o'clock. And then next Saturday, men's and women's tennis travel to the Austin area for a matchup against Southwestern at 9.30 a.m. They're going to have another match that takes place place that day against St. Edwards at 3.30. Softball has another game against Midwestern State at home at 12 o'clock. And then after that, you can catch the women's basketball team in action for their final home game of the season against Texas A&M Kingsville at 2 o'clock. The men's basketball team will follow them with the game against Texas A&M Kingsville at 4 o'clock. And if you want to take a look at what I have, I'm at Jaden Hart on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram also. So until next time, I'm Jaden Hart signing off for My Falcon Radio, Falcons Up.